In order to drive revenue, sales reps need to quickly build credibility with prospects and clients. Today's guest, C. Lee Smith, coaches us on strategies to build credibility and maximize sales. Are you ready to accelerate the growth of your business? Welcome to the Revenue Growth Podcast. This is the place for business owners, sales leaders, and marketing professionals to get ideas and inspiration to drive exponential revenue growth. Each week, you'll get actionable insights from the world's leading marketing and sales thought leaders and practitioners. Are you ready to grow? Let's join our host, Daryl Amy, author of Revenue Growth Engine. Welcome back to the Revenue Growth Podcast on C-Suite Radio, the world's largest business podcast network. I'm your host, Daryl Amy, trailblazer and growth architect. Today's conversation is all about how you can quickly build credibility with prospects. You're going to get a lot out of this conversation today with C. Lee Smith, author of the book, Sales Cred. We're just a few days away from June, and June is the month of the Outbound Conference, If you are in sales or lead a sales team, you don't want to miss this incredible event. Outbound is packed with training and inspiration to help you take your results to the next level. I'm looking forward to sharing two different sessions with strategies on how to build your revenue growth engine and how to drive exponential revenue growth. You can attend Outbound in person or virtually. Listeners to the Revenue Growth Podcast can get $100 off the ticket by using the discount code ALIGNMENT100 at OutboundConference.com. That's ALIGNMENT100 at OutboundConference.com. I hope to see you there. Sales reps need credibility. Reps need the skills to build credibility quickly with every single prospect. Today's guest, C. Lee Smith, is the author of the book Sales Cred, How Buyers Qualify Sellers. You're going to get a window into what buyers are thinking about you as a sales professional and how you can position yourself to succeed. Lee offers plenty of actionable strategies that you can put to work right away. So grab a pen and a notepad and get ready to learn from Lee after a word from our sponsors. Lee, welcome to the Revenue Growth Podcast. It's great to have you here today. It's great to be here, Daryl. Thanks for inviting me. And massive congratulations on the book, Sales Cred. What a fantastic read. I'm really looking forward to talking with you about it today. I'm looking forward to talking to you about it as well. It's pretty much what I did during my summer pandemic. (laughs) There you go. Uh, What I did during my summer pandemic. Well, congratulations on the release. And, you know, you have hit on a topic that is critical for salespeople right now. I read that, I think it was 2018, the word of the year was post-trust. I mean, we live in a time right now where trust is at an all-time low. And I think at the bottom of the trust ladder, somewhere around politicians is where most salespeople fall, right? Members of Congress is the only group of people (laughs) that actually ranked lower than salespeople on the state of American credibility study that was done with about 1,100 Americans last fall. And so, yeah, and, and the thing about it is, is like, as salespeople, we talk a lot about, we wanna become trusted advisors, but the way to do that, you can't have trust unless you have credibility. 
Yeah. And this is the real struggle right now, right? Is how do we build credibility in a world uh, where trust is at an all-time low? We walk in as salespeople. People don't trust um, salespeople. And without credibility, things don't go very far, very fast if they go anywhere at all. So you give uh, great, uh, I mean, this book is packed with ideas on how to build credibility. But for our sales people lead, listening in and the marketing folks that uh, work right alongside them, and where do you start when it comes to building credibility from ground zero? Well, I think it's important to understand the, the, the three pillars of credibility. And, you know, they are being known, being likable, and being trustworthy. And so being known means to be truly known for, you know, for, for who you are. So if someone, here's like 61%, it was 57% when I wrote, published a book last fall. We just released another study of buyers, of small to sized business decision makers. And that number has now jumped up to 61% of them will research a salesperson online before they meet with them. And so if they're Googling you and they don't find anything, or they find your LinkedIn profile and it just shows, it's just basically a job history. It's like, you know, that's the thing. It's like, it's really hard for you to be known. And so that's not going to happen. Uh, being likable is something that all salespeople strive to do. But one of the things that we tend to forget is that the easiest way to be likable is, is to make sure they know that we like them. And so if mm. we're all the time talking about ourselves and talking about our companies and our product and everything like that, we're really not showing any interest in them. You know, that empathy is absolutely required then for likability. And so once they get the idea that we like them, it's a lot easier for them to actually reciprocate that because that's what people naturally, human beings want to do naturally is, is you know, return the favor. And then the, the trustworthiness is, is, you know, that's income, that that's everything and you say, what you do, uh, who you are. I mean, are you congruent? Are you, are you? It's like, it's, it's all of those things. And so that's really what the period, what the, what the, uh, the pillars are all about. And then I follow that up with a five level pyramid, which is the hierarchy of sales credibility. And that really gets to the heart of what you're talking about, which is, you know, how does a salesperson build that credibility? That's absolutely required for us to become trusted advisors down the road. Well, that is, that's fantastic. And I just, I, I think back to the greats, I, can't, I don't know if it's Jim Rohn or Tom Hopkins, you know, people do business, all things equal with those mm -hmm. they know, like, and trust And this, you know, and, and this, the interesting thing right now is we have um, different ways uh, to be able to build trust, or we have maybe uh, another way to say is different ways that buyers do evaluate uh, us to begin to look for clues. You know, can I find this person trustworthy? I'm curious about these five levels, but before we go to that, um, you know, you referred to the buyer that Googles the rep or, uh, you know, hits LinkedIn and types in the rep's name and uh, either finds crickets or finds uh, what my good friend, Larry Levine would call the empty suit, right? So yeah. there's no substance there. Um, what what do you recommend? Uh, how do you recommend a, a sales professional think about their online presence? And you know, for sake of today's conversation, let's just think about that LinkedIn profile uh, because that's where a lot of reps need to start, especially in the B two B space. So LinkedIn's a great place to start. And what I would recommend there is that instead of writing your LinkedIn profile for your next boss, write it for your next customer. 
Ah, beautiful. Well okay, said. So when your next customer goes and looks you up, they're going to come across your LinkedIn profile. Where are, are they going to find somebody then who's experienced, someone who's been in the business a while, someone who's, who knows the industry well, someone who, who's worked with other types of people, who's worked for reputable companies, that has won awards, has gotten certifications, uh, has the proper education, uh, you know, or, or are they going to find somebody then that doesn't have a lot of experience or someone that's a job hopper that, that's been in, in a new job every year, a year and a half, uh, you know, someone who doesn't have a lot of education, doesn't have a lot of certifications and doesn't have the, uh, you know, endorsements and things like that from other people on their profile. So that's really the first place that I would highly recommend starting. But I will also say this, uh, that's where the personal branding aspect of credibility ends. Uh, because the the pyramid, the the, the hierarchy of uh, of sales credibility, you have a different pyramid for every account or prospect that you call on. So it's not like, oh, I've got credibility now, so I've got everything I need to go out and take the world by storm. It's like you have to build up that pyramid for every single account or prospect that you have. And really, if you really wanted to get nitpicky about it, for each contact within that organization. Uh, mm -hmm. you know, you're thinking about your CRM, you've got your companies. It's, you know, it's not just the company level, but it's at the contact level. And, you know, that's w where it begins and ends. Uh, you know, so you, you have to build up a pyramid then for each and every single one. So the bottom level, the foundation of that pyramid is what the internet says about you. So we touched on LinkedIn, but there's also what happens when they do a Google search, when they pull up your social media, and they will. And we've got numbers that actually rep represent that. What will they find? Uh, I will tell you right off the bat, if they find you doing something illegal, <laughs> you know, right. uh, or they not they, good, they, or they pull up, you know, uh, you know, uh, something beyond a minor traffic violation, you know, something like that, you're toast. Uh, and, yeah. oddly, and oddly enough, the number two thing behind that is that if they see pictures of you looking dazed, confused, or drunk, oh wow, uh, you yeah. are immediately eliminated. And I think, and that is, you know, the elimination part is really what I want to talk a lot with you about because, uh, Daryl, this is it, it, we think in terms of sales is all about you know how am I going to pre-qualify the buyer? Okay, it's like do they fit our I ICP? You know, do they buy enough to be an enterprise account? You know, is this someone I really should be you know, you know, investing my time going after or not? Uh, and the thing is, is that it really is all about how they qualify us because mm -hmm. there's so much of the buying process that's already completed before they ever reach out to a new salesperson. You know, that they've never talked to before, including the fact that if they're having a problem or they've got a goal, they've already discussed it with their existing supplier and given them first crack at it. Yeah. You know, so we've got we've got some stats and some numbers now that, that, that back that up. So it's about, you know, if if you're not credible and not known or whatever, then you're going to have a hard time then, you know, competing because it's like you're not going to be invited to compete for the business. Your emails aren't going to get returned. Your phone calls aren't going to get you're not going to get returned. Uh, you're not going to be invited to that Zoom meeting then with, you know, with other buyers or with decision makers and stuff. So unless you have a high degree of credibility. You know, it's interesting. I'm just, as I'm listening in, I'm really looking forward to moving up this pyramid here. But, you know, if you think about sales, if, some, if you were to define sales, um, sales is all about establishing credibility. You know, I mean, this it it always begins there, and you know, and then you move to consensus, then you move to closing, and and all of that. But um, you know that the credibility um, we walk in, 
you know, like it or not, it's just the way it is. You walk into every deal with, you know, needing to build credibility. It's a daily, this is, you know, this, these skills are so foundational. And I, I think where you're onto something really powerful here. So um, the first level is what they find out about you on the line. So what's the, uh, what's the second level as you move up the pyramid? The second level is what you say. So that is really about, you know, is what you say trustworthy? Is, is it useful? Is it relevant then to, to the buyer? Uh, mm-hmm. So are you providing value, but not just value, but relevant value? And so I think that that's another place where people get tripped up where they kind of say, oh, well, it's like I'm providing value because I, I'm showing them that I under, that I know that they're hiring for five for five floor salespeople today. It's like, mm-hmm. well, that's not you know useful because they already know that. <laughs> You know, right. And so the question then becomes, what is relevant? What's relevant then, the most relevant thing that you can talk about is what's most important to their CEO. It is the thing that the CEO of the company talks about in every meeting, their all hands meeting, their company newsletter, the Slack channels, whatever. It's like it is what, you know, when they speak publicly, it's what they're talking about when they talk to shareholders in particular. Uh, it's like it is what the most important thing to the CEO. So if you can, and then the second most relevant thing is, is what's important, most important to the buyer, mm-hmm. you know, to the, to the primary decision maker. But the CEO is first because the buyer reports to the CEO and is trying to please the CEO. So right. start there. That's the most relevant thing. And then the other part of, of what you say is being able to ask smart questions. So, you know, uh, someone once said, you know, there are no stupid questions. Well, no, there, there are. It's like the, the stupid questions are the ones you should already know the answers to. <laughs> right. you know? So, you know, do your research, do your homework first, make sure you're prepared for every sales call. And when you do that, you will be prepared to ask smarter questions that's going to get more insight from them. But then, you know, that's also going to give you the confidence and, and, and put you at ease so that you can listen fully and with the intent to understand, not to respond, obviously. And you're going to be able then to, you know, just, then just get curious and ask follow-up questions and draw people mm-hmm. out because that's a, that's a lost skill that salespeople don't have. You know, don't have. It's like, we want to check the boxes. Okay. I asked that question. I asked that question. Okay. I let this, I let the buyer talk a little bit. Okay. Now I'm going to, Boom, no, let's go. I'm going to hit him with my pit. The hammer down. Right. Yeah. It's like, no, it's like, cause it's, it's like, if you would have gotten curious or whatever and asked a couple more follow-up questions, you would have gotten at the real problem, mm-hmm. you know, that, 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 that this company is facing and why it's super important personally to the buyer, but you didn't go there. You couldn't wait to get into the sales pitch and, and, and tell them the next brilliant idea that you had. I think you're spot on on all of this and just reflecting on uh, my years in sales, sales leadership and doing in sales development is you know, how many reps would come back um, you know, to the office and go, I just don't understand why this won't close. It's a great idea. There's a fantastic ROI. Um, you know, my question always was back to them. Does it connect to one of the top three uh, goals or challenges, meaning those goals that the CEO has? And, you know, and the reality is, and this is so instructive for salespeople and marketing people as well, until we understand the number one, maybe number two, maybe number three goals or objectives of the, that company or challenges meeting those goals, our recommendations are irrelevant. They'll always get put on the back burner of mm-hmm. stuff we'll get around to someday. And this is so, so critical. And, and uh, for sales reps listening in, 
you know, I actually, there's an article that just published, I published on Forbes saying you need to take your sales funnel and you need to benchmark that. You need to go through and go, can I identify a top three uh, goal that this proposal is directly connected to? And if Mm -hmm. you can't, uh, it's not a sales funnel. It's a fantasy funnel. <laughs> Get it off there, right? Let's well, let's do this. Okay, you've so we've got a great solution, but you're solving the wrong problem. Boom. I mean, it's a it's sure it's a problem, but it's not their priority. It's not one they're going to spend money on right away. That's right. And uh, yeah, nice ideas don't pay the bills, right? We got to <laughs> we got to close. So speaking of which, <laughs> speaking of which, we move to the next level of the value pyramid. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Look at that segue. Okay. So the next one is the is how you say it. So it's not just what you say, but it's how you say it. So that connection that you talk about, but the, it's also about make, making that connection logically, but also emotionally. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that requires a certain level, a, a high level of social awareness. Salespeople do little things every day, uh, especially in this stage right here that give away their credibility without even knowing it. So it could mm. be like looking at your smartphone while while the buyer is giving you information, answering your question, or you know, it, it's like how you write an email. Like, well, I I don't I don't know the answer to this. Could could you help me? Or start off a discovery conversation with, tell me a little bit about your business. Really? It's like, we have the internet now. Right. I think so, it's been around it's, for over 30 years, folks. It's, it's how you communicate by, <laughs> by email, by text, you know, by, 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 by chat, certainly on a Zoom meeting uh, or in-person meetings in particular. So it, it, is, it is because it's not, especially with video. And every day, it's 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 about the body language as much as it is about what I'm saying to you. What I'm saying in yeah. this microphone is one aspect of it, but it's like, all right, it's like you know, do I look disinterested or do I do I look like I've got other places to be right now? I mean, so that's not that that's not very helpful. Yeah, this one right now in our uh, virtual selling world, and obviously we're a year into a lot of face to face sales reps got thrust behind cameras. And, you know, I don't think anyone in a face-to-face appointment would sit there and check email during a conversation or have their phone out during a sales meeting. But when you get on video, it gets tempting to be sloppy. So, Mm -hmm. you know, be present. Look at that camera. (laughs) Don't be looking down. Show Uh, up when you show up. You got to show up. And that is, yeah, that would talk about a way that a lot of people are shooting themselves in the foot right now with trying to multitask, like shut the other stuff down, turn your phone over. It's costing you a lot of money. That's for sure. I mean, so then after that, it's, uh, we're going to the show me state. We're going to Missouri, which is, it's all about what you do. So this, this comes, are you capable of providing positive business outcomes? Uh, Outcome leads to income. Focus everything on the outcome that they want to achieve. If you're selling advertising, they're not wanting impressions and click-throughs and everything like that. Or if it's digital marketing, you know, likes on Facebook or anything like that, they're buying customers, you know, if, if advertising as an example. But it's like, yeah. what is it that they want as a positive business outcome? And do you know how your product, you know, is used properly to be able to generate that positive business outcome? I mean, it starts with also then it's like, it's not just what you say, but it's like, you know, are, are, fulfill your promises, do what you say you're going to do. Mm-hmm. If you say you're going to be there at three o'clock, be there no later than three, preferably minutes before three. 
uh, to show that you're serious and, and that, that's our most important thing to you. Uh, but you know, everything that you do uh, has to be done with honesty because integrity is a big part of trustworthiness, uh, congruency, authenticity. Uh, and so a lot of that also comes from, you know, believing in who you are, believing in your product line, in your company, in your coworkers, your support team, your sales manager, uh, you know, believing, you know, in logistics and to be able to deliver the product, you know, that, that you promised was going to be delivered in three weeks. So, you know, it is that part then as well, that that's the fourth level. And, you know, so after you've made the sale, pref you know, then you've got to circle back and make sure that, that you are, not, you know, it's not that you delivered a product that, that you promised, you promised, you know, whether you meant to or not, in, in the buyer's mind, you promised an outcome. Mm -hmm. So what are you doing? And, and it's, I know it's not totally in your hands. Okay. I, I know that they can screw it up, but it's like, that's where you advise and you recommend, and you just check in to kind of make sure that they're using it the way you intended it, or like, or like other people do. And believe me, as someone that sells software platforms for a living, uh, you know we've got one right now on, just on sales micro coaching, for example, which really mm -hmm. helps salespeople through social feeds. On credibility is one of them. On on mindset and account based coaching called Coach Feed. But it's like someone who does that for a living, it never ceases to amaze me how people will. Sorry. Will use a product like like Siri, for example, that you, in a way that you never intended. That's right, <laughs> right in the gotta, middle of a podcast recording. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> she had something to say, so <laughs> she always does. Yeah, so it's like that is it, so that's where you got to circle back. You you got to check in and then make sure that you, that you're doing everything you can to deliver help them deliver that outcome. Well, what a practical discussion today on on how to build credibility in these five stages. And um, I just want to just once again, congratulate you on the book, Sales Cred. Definitely uh, check that out. You want to get that. We'll put that in the show notes. Look it up on Amazon, Celie Smith with Sales Cred. Thank you, Lee, for joining us today. This has been a fantastic conversation. Absolutely, Daryl. Looking forward to talking to you again. You bet. And to everybody else in the Revenue Growth Podcast audience, it's a fantastic watching everyone out there right now. We're right in the middle of the year. We're getting it done. We've been saying all year, you got to get it done in 2021 and you're making it happen. And uh, here at the C-Suite Network and the Revenue Growth Podcast, we are cheering you on. So keep at it. Um, if you want some resources for sales and marketing alignment, once again, text the word alignment to 21,000 or go to 2021alignmentchallenge.com. And until next week, let's get going and let's get growing. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.